Damn, son, where'd you find this? Alright ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, welcome to your favorite podcast, Mostly Everything Podcast, episode 47. Yes sir. 47 means absolutely nothing to me until today because this is the first time I ever encountered the number 47 in my whole entire life. Hey. (laughs) I mean, have you ever encountered the number 47? 47. Have you ever paid, was there a bill that was ever $47 and some change? No. I never paid anything that was $47. Nah, I don't think 47 really has any significance. At all. This is the first time I ever encountered number 47. But you know what's also special about the number 47 and March 10th? Do you know? Take a guess. Uh, Tell me. I I think I know. I don't want to guess wrong on air. It's our one year anniversary, baby. Oh, I wasn't going to say that. Oh, one year. One year. Confetti. Oh, we're going to put all that stuff in. Oh, confetti. it's confetti. Burr, 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 burr. Yeah. All oh, that shit. stuff. Uh, I started coming over here a year ago. A year ago, man. It's um, 47 re- weeks later. Re- re- reflecting back on this year for us has been... Um, well, first of all, follow me on IG at R underscore G. And follow me on IG at Corey Hill 1. Yep, if you need to send us your general feedback of the show, send us your top five. Email us at mostlyeverythingpodcast at gmail.com or slide in our DMs for business, business purposes, purposes only. only. All right, so where they could listen to us at You got iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, and now we just added a new platform called Anchor. Boom. We, we want you guys to support us. I'll let Reese take that over and explain what that is. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm sorry to be all over the place. So I'll get back to the anniversary thing. Well, let's talk about Anchor for for a quick second. Um, I think the first time I ever heard about Anchor was since I started listening to the Gems Only podcast, which we gave them a shout out last week, um, episode 46. Um, they got on Anchor. So I just did my own little research, you know, because of the, the platforms that that are available to us are important, right? So some people um, like other platforms than the rest of them. So some mm-hmm. people gravitate towards iTunes because they have right. um, they have an iPhone. Some people like um, the Google Podcast because they have an Android device. Mm-hmm. Um, some people like Stitcher, Spotify because Spotify has everything in it. And now Anchor, Anchor. Well, you, well tell me why they like YouTube. People like visuals. People like YouTube. People like visuals. Right? I wish I would have seen us dancing to the Who Run Girls. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, we, we were vibing real quick. Yeah. Um, but with Anchor. Um, Anchor gave us a gave it gave the podcast creators an opportunity to um, number one host for free because um, to run a podcast your RSS feed has to be on a hosting website. We host right now on SoundCloud, which SoundCloud costs about fifteen dollars a month, and I never um, pay it. Um, I do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Let me see some money. But with uh, but with Anchor, Anchor you don't have to pay at all. Anchor does have ties to these other um, platforms. They do have ties to to um, 
to Spotify. They do have ties to Stitcher. They do have ties to Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts, so on and so forth. Um, you host for free. You um, there's ads available. There is a there is an option for people to support you monthly. So there's a ninety nine cent option. There's a four ninety nine option. There's a nine ninety nine option. Whoever signs up for it, um, like uh, that that amount of money comes out of their account and goes to you, so you can use it for your podcast. They also offer a big offer with um, sponsorships where um, you could read an ad the ad is played throughout the whole entire show wherever you want to place it whether the beginning the middle or the end and then um, you get paid kind of as the ad is uh, as the ad is being played and the episodes are getting played so anchor sounds sounds amazing um, they do have a podcast lab as well where you can go and record which I already signed up for so hopefully we're we're looking to go into anchor and actually record mm-hmm. um, so we there's a lot there's a lot of big things going on I'm glad that there's companies out there anchor who saw like a void in the market where sometimes these these monthly fees for hosting places could be um could it could be tiresome um yeah, but at the same time they was like hey let's host for free and give you the opportunity to make money by connecting you with sponsors so shout out so to we anchor finally there. got some sponsors guys there you go so shout out to everybody that actually um donated to us yes, and supported we had a few us people thank you guys yeah um, i don't care how little it is it could be a dollar a month it could be 4.99 a month the link to actually doing the support and donating to our podcast is the money's going to be used for podcast reasons mm-hmm. um the link is in each one of our bios so it's on my personal bio it's on Corey's bio mm-hmm. as well as on mostly everything on yep. podcast bio is there click it 99 cent 4.99 and 9.99 and 9.99 yep yep yep, yep. so i mean it's, support, it's i mean appreciate a dollar a month if we can't if my friends are listening <laughs> my friends and they can't give me a dollar a month yeah. What you got? You got like over like two thousand followers, right? Yes. On IG. Yeah. If, two thousand. If they can't give us a dollar a month, right. each of them motherfuckers. Right. A dollar a month. They Come ain't on. never heard nobody. That's Trump change. You leave Run change laying around your house. Yeah. It's more than a dollar a month. Me- meanwhile, every single day you order an Uber Eats. Right. right? You order. You spending twenty dollars on Uber Eats. But you know, you know what they say: support who supports you. That's right. That's um, right. And keep that mental note. Remember, you remember what I said in the beginning. What? I don't want my friends or my family really support me unless this is something they want yeah, to do. I'm not going to force them and encourage them 100%. to listen to it. Yeah, if they yeah. listen, they listen. If they don't, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. But just remember, <laughs> when we make it, don't, don't, hey, what up? One million podcasts. Oh, I'm going to support you. Yo, show love. Just remember, Corey has a really good memory. He does. Corey does have a good memory. <laughs> All right, let, let's just shift gears to the uh, one year. Yes, one year. Reflecting. Let's um, reflect. It's been, first of all. 365 days. Yeah, nervous as hell starting a podcast oh because you don't know um, if people are going to like it. You don't know. Even um, if you're going to like it. Yeah, yeah if, 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 if we have the kind of the wherewithal to actually be consistent with it. Right? Yeah. Um, that's so, the hard part, and too. That, that's definitely the hard part is being consistent. And um, do we have topics that people want to want to hear? People mm-hmm. want to hear our perspective. Um, so I think that this past year has been, you know, a lot about um, kind of doing what you love. Because at the end of the day, even though, you know, your friends or your family don't support you or they don't necessarily understand what a podcast 
podcast is mm-hmm. just your general love for actually doing it kind of goes shine through yep. right yeah um you in the for lack of a better phrase like build it and they will come whoever yep. is gonna like it mm-hmm. they're gonna come and fuck with it whatever it is yep. so mm-hmm. um i just want to agree i we, we came together um we spoke about starting a podcast in like 20 summer 2017 we didn't get to do it until um so, until uh last year uh, oh, march, march 2018. um so um, we were definitely we were definitely consistent with it. This wasn't like a throwaway conversation. We we just you know came together um, and decided to do this. And I appreciate you you know being there for me, my brother. Because yeah, sometimes man. I ain't gonna lie. Sometimes I'm like nigga, I don't want to record today. I don't, bro, nigga, you ain't never lie. Shit. Well, I was like, nah, fuck it. Yeah, um, gotta get it done. Gotta get it done. Gotta, get gotta it be done. consistent with it. Uh, so um, yeah, man, that's just my reflection. Uh, how about yours? Corey? So my reflection was Reese came to me and asked me about a podcast. If anyone knows me, they won't believe that I'll say this, but truly, I hate talking. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those things where you're put in a situation where I have to talk a lot, and I, I I'm an, I feel like I'm a natural born leader. Yeah. So people are like, no, you love to talk. No, I actually don't. I'd rather just sit there and not say nothing and be completely comfortable with that. Yeah. I have my moments when I want to talk, but overall. So he came to me with the podcast. I really wasn't listening to that many podcasts, if any, at the time. Mm-hmm. So he sent me a couple to listen to. I'm like, okay, this is cool. This is cool. But you know, I what I didn't like was all of them was like, not all of them, but some of them were uh, the same thing, talking about celebrity lives and uh, what this celebrity is doing, their opinion mm-hmm. on that celebrity and this and that. You know what I mean? And it wasn't like anything really that... Of substance. Yeah, that really pulled me in, you know? So when we came together and we decided that we was going to talk about mostly everything, I said, okay, you know, this is... Um, that's one thing that kept me going is like because we can talk we could talk about celebrities if we want but we really haven't we had you know our celebrities here and there yeah then um we had our celebrities here and there and but we talk about things that people kind of need to pay attention to mm-hmm. or kind of get swept under the rug mm-hmm. because main media doesn't doesn't uh talk about it yeah. and when we are misinformed and uneducated on certain things it looks bad upon us. So we try to find topics that uh, are kind of, you know, relatable to what we deal with on a day-to-day basis and how much of it goes on that we that gets swept under the rug. And I want to thank one, the where we find these stories at, uh, you know, um, Twitter, mm-hmm. all the platforms that we use on there, um, Riddick, the platforms that we use on there. Um, and then whoever else, my notifications from Times and CNN and yeah. from all that shit, sh- yeah. shit. So that's what we get a lot of our stuff from. Well, just just reading in general. Other thing is, um, you know, this was something out of my comfort zone. Um, I hate the sound of my voice, um, but you know, um, I've got comfortable with it. By listening to myself on my podcast. Yes, I do listen to myself on my podcast. You got to, man. Um, and then the other thing is our growth from episode one to episode 47 mm-hmm. has been remarkable. Um, if you go back and listen to our first episode, it was... Whew, it was rough. First three episodes. Whew, it was rough. Yeah. But now it's just like we're in the flow of the things. Yeah. I feel like a natural. Mm. I feel like in like probably like three months, I'm going to be the greatest ever <laughs> to do this. Yeah. Um, I'm cementing that right now. Yeah. No, nah, I'm joking. But um, this is actually it's fun. It's uh it's a way. 
I have a lot of thoughts in my head. I, I don't obviously I don't drop them all on here because mm-hmm. I can't drop all my knowledge on mm-hmm. you guys. But I have put some stuff on here that's came true. Mm-hmm. I'm just true. putting that out there. Um, but this gives me a platform to do it. And again, like we said, if regardless if uh, you know you build it, they will come. This is 100 percent true. Um, people don't see uh, what you see in whatever craft you're doing. This is for anybody who's in the fashion industry, who uh, wants to draw, who wants to do digital media, any type of media of anything. Um, people don't see it until you start, you know, doing it and don't being consistent with yeah, it, yeah. and your work is starting to show. So, like for example, I have a cousin who um, who's been into um, my cousin George, who's been into like this media his whole life. Like he started at uh, New Psalmist Baptist Church, which, is, to my knowledge, he started at New Psalmist Baptist Church, yeah. which is a huge church in Baltimore, and he worked on the media staff. He started getting them on TV, mm-hmm. running it, uh, social media, all that stuff, and you know, recording and all that. He went to school for it. Now, every time I turn around, he's at All Star Weekend. Mm-hmm. He's at uh, the some maybe the Grammys or yeah. some BET shit. I, like every time I see him, now he's doing something. At Diddy posts at Diddy's parties and stuff, posting the Ciroc bottles and yeah. like videography. And now he's like one of, the, like in my opinion, like one of the best. Like yeah. I've seen Diddy repost his videos onto his page. Yeah. So it's like he didn't care what anybody else thought. He yeah. just kept doing what he wanted to do, yeah. what what made him happy. Yeah. And now he he's on the, the platform he did it for the love of it. Yeah, yeah. He, now he's on a platform where um, everyone is actually starting to pay attention. Like, oh, this kid is really good. Yeah. He does a lot of good stuff. Right. So shout out to you, George, and um, um, yeah, that's my reflection on the podcast. Yeah, man, and we, one year. We will always be grateful for you know the the people that supported us, the people that may not be into podcasts. You know that's fine, and if the folks that are into podcasts, you know we're we're definitely we want to be one of the best, right? Um, you don't put yourself out there. You don't. Um, you know, just just do something just because you know you do it because you want to be the best. And if you call yourself the best, you know Floyd Mayweather called himself the best even probably before, before. he got to his, yep. his fifty wins, right? And he he probably is the greatest that um that to ever step in that boxing ring. Um, Michael Jordan, uh, he got cut for this from his high school basketball team, and you know he had so many things going against him, but he's one of the greatest basketball players of all time. He got um, cut from the team. Yeah. Uh, he, I think he came off the bench at one point too. Right, right. So, so uh, we're just gonna keep doing this thing because we love it. Um, like, like some days are easier than others, you know, with our personal lives. But at the same time, you know, we we we, we fuck with our listeners. We believe in every single content that that we put out. Um, so just just you know, keep rocking with us for another year, and who knows, a year from now we'll probably be on something big, right? Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. You never um, know. And we 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 invest in ourselves. So support us on Anchor. Don't forget, um, either a dollar, four ninety nine, or nine ninety nine a month. Um, so if you could afford it, Uber Eats, you could afford to donate to us. Yeah, yeah, but now that yeah. tip that you didn't get that driver, go ahead and swing it over here. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> hey, hold on. So shout out to Kiara too, man. Um, last last week she uh, she hit me up on um, on Twitter um, saying that because uh, last week you know I spoke about the drone, right? That I wanted to get a drone. She yes, has one. She has one. Yeah, I yeah. should have said that. I forgot. Yeah. She's so like she yeah. she sent me She's... some clips of what she when she went to Thailand yeah. and, and when she went to San Francisco for the Golden Gate Bridge. 
um, that yeah. I, like I'm 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 locked in. I'm getting this girl in. now. That's like, it. She she just she just like solidified this for me. Shit um, is crazy. So also, I reached out to the resort that I'm going to be seeing at in Grenada in July, and um, the 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 general manager said pretty much, hey, if you're going to bring the gentleman, just register register with police, then you're going to be good to go. I'm like, perfect. Nice. Um, so, so I'm I'm, 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 I'm ready to go tomorrow. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for you to go. I want to see some product. Yeah, so um, can't wait to enjoy that time with my family. And, you know, first time going to Grenada, and I'm ready to have a good time, man. Yeah, man. It's, I'm a little jealous. I might pull up. Hey, pull up, Yeah, Y'all got a couch? I mean, a sofa bit? We, we in a villa, baby. Two-bedroom villa. Oh, yeah. I'm going to pull it now. Private chef. Yeah. Um, Nova, she ain't in her own room. Uh, no, nah, it's myself, my wife, Nova, and my mother-in-law. So she, she oh, all damn. four of us is coming through. Damn. Yeah. Gotta figure that out. Yeah, man. Yeah, you sleep on the couch, man. It's all right, good. Um, so. Yeah, recap to last week's top five, which was top five movies of 2018. You blew it out the water, huh? <laughs> well, you say. Pat yourself on your back, huh? Well, sure. She, you, since you asked I'm me saying. to. You know, since oh, you asked me God. to. It was a it, Oh, you know, some people, some people got upset at you. I'm just gonna because they didn't understand substance of movies. All right, go ahead. Ooh. Read the inbox. All right, I'm going to go to the inbox. Read the inbox, Hold my on. G. Let me pull it out right now. Some people definitely got upset at you. Shit. My homeboy Reese was like... Uh, oh, your other homeboy Reese? Yeah. He yeah. was like... Um, he said, searching definitely wasn't even top five. Stop it. Laughing my ass off. Searching was great, bro. He said, he told me I had a decent list. Mm-hmm. I told him to get a list together. He asked me for the link, but I didn't have it on me because yeah. I, I pulled it up on my computer. Yeah. Um, my friend, uh, um, Kiara said, where Reese Black movies at? <laughs> I said, ha, ha, ha. He's an Oriole. She no, said not. laughing my ass off. <laughs> what, what movie? Hold on, hold on. What I had on my list? Y'all not going to disrespect uh, Hold me. on. Randy. Y'all not going to fucking disrespect Said, fuck my life. I hit Reese by mistake. My <laughs> shit don't count. I said laughing my ass off. Just go on the other pages and vote for me. Oh, How God. he ain't put Wakanda forever, bro? I said, he's not black. And then Reese said, Oriole. <laughs> <Oreo. laughs> he said, I said, ha, ha, ha. Shit, where were my black movies? Spider-Man's and Spider-Man versus a black movie. Yeah, I mean, hey, listen. Hey, man, those are my top five movies of 2018. Personally, there's a reason why we each have our own list. Uh, we appreciate you guys for interacting, though, definitely and voting every single week. And hopefully, by the end of this episode, we can come up with a top five because we have. I, I just typed some at the bottom of the uh, script. I bet. Well, one, but bet. I got like four more because Randy, my actual friend Randy, he actually gave ouch, he actually gave me a. Um, like a couple, a couple top fives. Okay, so Sweet. we might be able we might to pick one. one. Nice. Yeah. All right. So uh, Thursday oh, or Friday? You know what? Friday was. Wait, yeah. I think it was Thursday. It was Thursday. Friday. No, Friday. When did I post it? Gotta be Friday. I thought it was Thursday. I believe Friday was International Women's Day. I thought it was Thursday. Go ahead. Pull it up. I'm pulling it. I'm pulling it. It says two days ago. Which was Thursday. Saturday, Which was Friday. Friday. You yes. were right. Uh, so apologies. Friday was ha- was International Women's Day. A hundred percent, to be honest, this is the first time I ever heard about International Women's Day. I'm not gonna bullshit you. We, we talked about it last year. No. I mean, we talked. Yeah, we, we did. All right, let me give you a reminder. We had uh, International Women's Month, International Women's Day, 
We had uh, Hispanic Day, Black Day, yeah, White Day. We talked about true, all that's that. True, that's true, that's it's, true. it's a whole yeah, section yeah, yeah, yeah. for all of them. Yeah. So uh, Friday was International Women's Day, um, where and Friday happened to be the the uh, the release for Marvel's um, yes. Captain Marvel. Yes. Right? Oh yeah. You know they um, so kind of coincide. Purpose, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. They, they be doing that, that stuff. Purpose. Um, People too creative. I, I, I haven't got a chance to see Captain Marvel yet, but I probably will. Um, I'm going to see it Tuesday. I probably go go take the Corey ride and do it for five dollar eight. Actually, um, it's not Tuesdays. What's up? It's not five dollars. It's back to regular price now. For that one, yeah, because uh, uh, it probably uh, just dropped. Yeah, I think I uh, I think my I th- I think it, I forgot how much, but it definitely wasn't five dollars. Yeah. I know it was like thirty dollars. I paid for the ticket. Okay, something gotcha. like that. So fifteen each, maybe. Um, so shout out to all the women out there who. Yo, just in general, man. Without women, like we're nothing. Man. Right. This it wouldn't be a world. If there wouldn't be no yeah. Michael Jordan. Yeah. My, there wouldn't be no owner of the Jaguars. My. Um, there wouldn't be anything. <laughs> yeah. My 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 life is is perfectly balanced with the women in my life, from my sister in law to my sister to my wife, my mother, my mother in law, my daughter. Um, my wife, my life is perfectly balanced because you know I have them in my life, and and you know men, I don't understand how men that talk down on women when women is the birth of our nation, right? Mm-hmm. Women, women, um, bore fruit. Women gives us um, the men of this world. So um, for them to disrespect women isn't isn't anything that um, is should be looked down upon. Um, so shout out to all the women out there, the women in my life. Yes, I love you. every single one of y'all. Yeah, uh, me too. So yeah, so you want to give a shout out to you, to the women, special to, women to my, in your to life, my special women. Yeah, um, women, women. Yes, and my mama, my aunties, hi, Mama Hilton, my aunties, and of course my lovely, beautiful mm. wife. Yeah, I love them all, all yeah. April babies. Yeah. Chill, chill. Yeah, I love yeah. the women. Jesus Christ, I love my ladies. <laughs> yeah, listen, man. April is the worst month for me of the year because you got to come out of pocket every week, almost every week. Yeah, and then you turn around, and you got Mother's Day. Yeah, so in June, right? No, no, May. May, May, May. Oh shit! So Mother's Day is in May. Mm-hmm. My wife's birthday is in May. My daughter's birthday. Oh, in so May is your worst month. May is my worst month, just about because Jesus my wife and my daughter they're, they're seven days apart. Ugh. So she's gonna be four this year, and we, we try to decide what we're gonna do. Whether we're gonna do something like like Chuck E. Cheese's or or do something here or do something at a place that not gonna charge us eight hundred dollars to rent the place up. Chuck E. Cheese, man. Make yeah. it simple. Nice and simple. Yeah. And have a little party, invite her friends and cousins and all that stuff. Yeah. So we should be, we should be able to have a good time. Yeah. One, two, three. Yeah. Um, no. Noah's a chill little, chill little lady. Yeah, man. She She's hype. And she, once you tell her something, every single day she asks you about it. So oh, I think gosh. I think my wife mentioned to her, uh, are we going to, like something about, do you want to go to Chuck E. Cheese for your birthday? As soon as I come in, to, that was early in the day. As soon as I came in from work. He's like, hey, daddy, I want to go to Chuck E. Cheese for my birthday. I'm so excited. I'm <laughs> Yo, you sound just like her. That's oh how she's talking. God, <laughs> man. Man. So, so we got to take her. Like, there's, yeah, there's no to. other way. Yeah, There's literally no other way. We have to take her. Speaking to, of birthdays, to, yeah. I'm just uh, with my godson. My first godson. My yeah. first born godson. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. You brought him up uh, yesterday, right? Yeah, he's yeah. in town. Yeah. Oh man, kids are so funny. This yeah. kid, man, he's uh, we're walking. He's like, yeah, hey, New York has a lot of pigeons. I'm like, who told you that? <laughs> he's like, he just smiled. I'm yeah. like, well, you know, I know, I know. 
Yeah. And then I was like, uh, I asked him what his favorite food. We went out to eat, and yeah. I asked him what his favorite food were. Yeah. And one of them was pizza. And I was like, oh, you should have told me. We would have got pizza. And he was like, you didn't ask. Mm. I was like, well, I did. I asked you what you wanted to eat. You said you didn't care. Mm. He was like, no, I told you pizza. Mm. I'm like, whatever, right? So then he's like, like, like a minute later, he's like, I hate New York is famous for that pizza. <laughs> like, who tells you this stuff? He's seven years old. And then, like, shout out to JoJo. Yeah, he just kids say the darnest things. Yeah, he's just careful energy. Yeah, I haven't been around him a lot because me being here and me not yeah. going home, so it was yeah, good he, to see him. He's from Baltimore. Some time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm I'm learning just being around him for a few hours. I was around him yesterday. He's a, he's a very smart kid. Yeah. Uh, he pays attention. Yeah. Um, and he's very knowledgeable mm-hmm. on like the most randomest subjects. Mm-hmm. It's so it's it's very weird because it's not that wasn't the only thing. He talked about the homeless kid. I mean the homeless people on the street when yeah. we was walking. Um, and he asked a question. I'm just like, damn, this kid's paying attention. Yeah. So like little things like that. So uh, once I leave here, we're gonna go get something to eat yeah. and go to a museum. Nice. Um, but anyway, so shout out to my uh, my first godson, Jojo. Happy birthday. Shout out to Jojo. All right, Let's so see. We're we going to jump into this next one. Um, so the Caribbean internet is pissed off at Joe Biden, right? Well, I mean, who doesn't get pissed off at Joe Biden? Joe Biden, I mean, he does say the darnest things. I but, mean, but he be speaking the truth. Yeah, I mean, does he? At times. I mean. I think people like him because he go on these like aggressive ass rants. He's just an aggressive nature person. Go ahead, play that clip. Yeah, so um, as some of us know, some of us diehard Caribbean folks know that um, around this time, it's like major, major, major carnival season in Trinidad, yo. Mm-hmm. Like, people migrate from all over the world to come to Trinidad's, um, to, to come to Trinidad's carnival. Um, of course, carnival, you know, go back hundreds and hundreds of years. Um, it started off in, 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 in Egypt, in ancient Egypt, to kind of... Um, usher out the winter and bring in the, the spring mm-hmm. for like harvest and stuff like that and people celebrate it um, um, the same week or the week after um, for Lent right mm-hmm. Lent, the, the Catholic did you give up anything for Lent? I don't, I don't understand this done Lent shit me either. I don't get it me so either. I'm not Catholic so I don't participate me in that either. shit uh, that walk around with that little gray ash across your forehead I don't um, I don't subscribe to that right? <laughs> <laughs> facts um, so, but you better subscribe to this podcast. Of course, uh, always, all our platforms, baby. Yeah. Um, so uh, you know, th- it's, it's a great time in costume. People in costumes, people mm-hmm. just go to have a great time. And in the Caribbean uh, culture, you know, you go up on the girl, you get a Americans call it a dub. We call it like a like a wine. You get up, they go in there, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. you know what I'm saying, do their thing. And even if even in um, in in Brooklyn um, in Labor Day weekend, it's kind of like the same thing where. where people have floats mm-hmm. floats come on people dress up in their costume play mass and all that stuff um it's all over the world it's in brazil um it's in europe it's in italy you know the carnival is pretty much a global thing but you know uh, because of the african slave that migrated that that were brought here for for um for slavery purposes to the caribbean you know we kind of made it our own 
we kind of made made that um that that Caribbean that sorry, <laughs> we kind of made that uh carnival. Sh- Corey showed me something distracted the shit out of me. Uh, we kind of made it a carnival stuff our own. So Ashanti is down in Trinidad celebrating um carnival. Maya is down in Trinidad celebrating yes, carnival. Yes, that Ashanti picture. Good they, lord. Both of them are aging like fine wine. I know. Oh, like yes. I think Ashanti's in her late. Pull, pull up to see how old Ashanti is. Because it don't make no damn sense how she looked the same as she did when she came out with uh, Foolish. Right. See, my days are cold without you, and I'm hurting while I'm with you, and I'm a heart can take no more. I think it was a little bit better than that. Come on, son. How old is Ashanti? I'm, I'm getting there. 38. How old is Maya? Maya is 50, I think. Nah. No, what is it? MYA, right? MYA. She got to be like in her 40s. No, I think she's like 50, bro. No. Maya's not Oh, 50. no. She's 40. Yeah. Well, 39. She'll be 40 in October. There you go. So, they're both about a year apart, and they yeah. look the same as they drop. Like, um, I think Maya dropped with Jay-Z in the 90s, and then yeah. Ashanti dropped with, with Ja Rule and Murder Inc. in the early 2000s, and they look amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to hold you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to feel slighted in any way if my wife get upset with me, because I'm pretty sure she'll say the same sure, thing. Sure, like, they, they, they both look amazing. So, before you do that, yeah. <clears throat> I don't watch a lot of videos what do you mean very rare on social media mm-hmm. that when people go live and they yeah, record yeah, themselves yeah. very rare yeah. very very rare unless it's like Will Smith or something yeah of course, there, right? course, course yeah. Maya posts when she's cooking and I yeah. would sit there and watch five minutes of it yeah cause she's so fucking fine yeah, yeah she is anyway she's beautiful beautiful one beautiful uh, so on the Joe Button podcast which I think generally posts like twice a week um, Damn, yeah, he said know. this, um, and a Caribbean people are upset. Hold on. What's up with Maya? Maya? What's up with Maya? Uh, she was doing that little carnival shit. She looked alright. She Yo, looked alright. These chicks can't wait to put on them carnival outfits and be hoes. And, so, and never been to carnival. <laughs> and what are you so, saying? Yeah. You mad? <laughs> so. You mad? So the whole um, there's this proud Caribbean Twitter on um, there's a proud Caribbean handle on Twitter um, pretty much posts up everything Caribbean whether it be Carnival now or just history in general of, of the Caribbean culture and they pretty much went at sin too the saying that hey your girl was a whole 365 without the Carnival costume so mm. what are you saying so um, mm. I say that to say this and a lot of people was even um, aside from the Joe Button thing a lot of people were saying that uh, are Maya and Ashanti allowed to participate if they're not from the Caribbean when the whole the, the celebrating the carnival is a black thing, right? Um, we again we made it our own after we they brought the slaves over to the Caribbean. We made it our own. I think it's okay for them to participate because we have some Americans, um, some some Caribbean Americans or some mm-hmm. Americans just participate in the Labor Day parade as well. Um, and you know maybe some of them don't have any um, um, Caribbean roots, but they're able to participate. So that's fine. So back to Joe Biden, you know. Him, him seeing you know again the big part in Caribbean culture, when you put on the costume, you dare to wine, you're dressed, you're dressed in a costume, um, you're, you're scantily clad, you're you're whining up on people, so that may be ho-ish, but that's just part of the culture. That's part of the culture, right? So he needs to I mean, just accept. Is that, that really ho-ish? No, it's not. I don't think so. To Americans, it will be. I don't. I think you're just enjoying yourself, mm-hmm. and if that's what it, you know. 
Because look, it can be and these people could be total strangers just to get a dub, move on to the next one. Because again, that's part of the culture. Yeah, um, Americans people are looking at looking at that and say, "Yo, that that shit is hoish or whatever the case is." Or she being a thought or man, she on the fuck all that. What people do behind closed doors and what they say out in public is just mind blowing. That's a that's a fact. But you know, Joe Button is always you know what he does. What he's good at, he's good at making remarks that people. That's going to get people's attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's how his podcast blew up. Besides him being who he is, yeah. um, he always would say the uh, unpopular opinion yeah. on certain things. Yeah. I, I guess that's the best way I can use yeah, that. Yeah. And he, he's mastered it, so... Say shit for shock value. Yeah, right? that's all he does. Yeah. And he's always aggressive. He's so fucking aggressive. Yeah, whatever. Alright, you want to fight him? No, I'm good. You sure? No, I'm good. We can jump his ass. You know, somebody got to be the muscle. No, that's <laughs> the other day. So, Rock Nation wins yeah. another legal battle. They are like, really, Jay Z, he's not talking. He's really working. He's working. Really it working. Up, baby. He's, working. It up, yeah. he's working. At the friend 21 Savage, Rock Nation, in support of 11 year old uh, Jabri whatever, who was arrested <laughs> last month for refusing to stand for the Pledge of Allegiance on February 4th. Fuck that. Okay. okay, at Lewiston Ch- Child's Middle Academy in Lakeland, Florida, Jabri Jabari Jabari yes. explained to the substitute teacher he would not participate in the flag because the flag was racist and the national anthem was offensive to black people. Jabari, you woke my nigga. My man is in what grade? He's eleven years he's old. Let me see. He's in sixth grade. Just yes, fun. gotta be. Uh, the teacher then asked Jabari why didn't he just leave the country. Jabari response: They brought me here. Woke. Ooh, what's Jab- what? What eleven year old you know with their third eye open? I know all this shit. Right, Jabari was arrested shortly after by a school resource officer. Arrested? Mm-hmm. Wow. Let's let's read that over. Jabari was arrested shortly after by a school resource officer who claimed the student was being disruptive and refused to obey commands. So so now we have to obey. We don't have the freedom to do what we want to do. An arrest. Affidavit states Jabari also threatened the substitute teacher who was physically with physical violence and told the principal and arresting officer he would get them fired. Hey, well, he probably will. Yeah. So, um, Rock Nation swooped in. Um, Rock Nation swooped in, saved, um, was able to get the to get the um, suit or whatever it is dismissed. Um, Jabari walked the free boy, and that nigga is woke. Mm-hmm. So shout he really out to, is. Shout out to Jabari. Shout out to Jabari's parents. Shout out to whoever he's watching, whoever's been an influence to him, to to make him aware. Of, Yo, you have a freedom freedom of speech to to not do the national anthem, to not uh, stand for the pledge of allegiance. I pledge. I, I never really. When I first got here to this country in um, 98 no, sorry, ninety six. Mm-hmm. When I was about nine years old, um, I, I never really understood the like looking at the flag and like pledging to it. Uh, like I, I never like I just stood, but I never like you know put my hand over my, over my um, yeah over my heart and it's, it's kind of awkward, shit. right? Yeah, I didn't. I, I just never never subscribed to that. But again, you got to subscribe to us. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I just never never did any of that, and I never really understood you know the, the concept behind it. Mm-hmm. But um, with all these things within the last like four or five years, with all these um, you know standing against the the national anthem and. You know, with all these things that's happening to black people, when you know no one 
even um, no one has given us the opportunity to, to express that freedom of speech, to express the right to not participate in whatever it is right. that they say that we're supposed to do. So shout out to Jabari, shout out to his parents that's keeping him woke. Um, I hope I hope Jabari is able to take something like this, learn from it and run with it. And I hope uh, 10 or 15 or 20 other kids is able to do the same as I think that Jabari did. I, I agree, and I'm loving that people. Are, we need to pay attention. We have man. I'm about to go on a soap opera, hey, but I'm I'm, 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 I'm I'm making short and sweet. Yeah, man. P- people, we wasn't weren't paying attention. We were happy to get what we got, not realizing that what we were getting wasn't enough. Mm. Now we're starting to realize that it, it's not enough, and we're starting to speak out for. It. And social media, social media has given given us that platform to be free speak and educate people mm-hmm. on everything that's going on because we are misinformed yep. and we are undereducated on mm-hmm. things that we should be yeah. on top of yeah. um, I mean we've been standing for the flag for how long mm-hmm. and it's 2016 when Kaepernick actually brought it to, our yeah. li- brought it to the light yeah. so he's always he's going to go down in history books history mm-hmm. books should be getting written rewritten every five years in my opinion you know what I mean like, it needs to be a new edition because so much history has change um well every i mean every year some new shit but five i think five years to rewrite the book or add an addition to the book book is feasible but i mean that's gonna be expensive for schools but anyway but but uh, that's my soapbox i'm pulling back i made it short and sweet but the um but right now in 2019 you know the knowledge is in our hands right Mm -hmm. um so literally we all have phones all have the access to the internet internet there's free wi-fi like on the streets you could educate yourself but what are they what are you distracted with that's Mm -hmm. not letting you focus to yourself on education right you're distracted by everything that's going on in social media where people are um staying on one topic for five minutes and it's like kind of on to the next Next. it's so much going on i said that last week so much coming through can we well said two weeks so you can't be focused on one thing because there's so many things and how can we accomplish one goal if we're jumping from you know gucci to louis or whatever the hell it is so it's up to us man we 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 got to be the ones that's why you know the having kids and giving them the proper tools that they need to be successful at home not necessarily wait to wait on someone else to actually give you give your children that knowledge if you know it share it Mm -hmm. right so you can prepare them as much as as much as you can Mm -hmm. to be able to um to succeed in the real world agreed yeah listen um i send you three hours for the next two months hey great (laughs) appreciate it no problem um, sorry, so Disney heiress calls for high taxes, right, on the on the rich on and the rich. wealthy, right? right. Uh, or the one said, percenters, actually, that's what she yeah, said. Yeah, she said, we do not have a society structured around fairness, and I completely understand. Uh, Her name is Abigail. She's a descendant of the Disney family. Um, hold on, let me find out. That link. Like, how like, much she worth? What, what is she? Like, is she Disney? Is she Walt Disney, like, grand, grand niece or granddaughter, oh, great grand? Right. Well, while you look that up, I'll, I'll continue on the topic. So basically, she was saying that we we don't have a society structure around fa- fairness, and that's just that's just all across the board. It's the way black people get treated. It's the way minorities get. Uh, I mean, I mean Hispanics, um, every race besides white people, and then the way white women get treated. The way women get treated in general, black women especially, um, it's hard out here. So she was saying that um, you know she she said she's running for something, right? Um, I don't. Oh, think was that so. somebody else that I was listening to? 
um, maybe someone else, but she has a lot of stuff going on. So she's the granddaughter of Roy Disney, co-founder. Okay, so she's she's Walt Disney's great niece. Okay. Yeah. So it's a direct lineage. Yeah. Lineage. lineage. So yeah, I just she, she getting all that money. Um, yo, Disney so yeah, man, stole everything, and she, and she has no problem. But like, yo, take my money. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying that that there's, there's workers at Disney and workers at everywhere else that that are you know suffering because they can't afford yes um, for living, mm-hmm. for afford food, uh, afford housing, or whatever it is. Yep. Um, can she, she speak on insulin? Yeah, they were. Uh, I, Maybe was, yes, yes. She that was speak. her, right? That that was. I think she she mentioned it in, in the aspect of um, we're paying them so little, and people are getting taxed so high right. that the people that need their monthly insulin shots they can't, can't afford, afford it. it. That's what she said. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, so I I don't see what the problem is, yo. If I was rich, yo, take my bread to because hopefully I I hope that those taxes. Simple. I hope that those taxes that you're taking from me is used in the right way to support people that don't have or whatever it is. That's how it's supposed to be. Right? J. Cole dropped uh, something on his song that he pays taxes that he doesn't know where it goes. Yeah. We should be, we are in a society today where we should pick and control where our taxes go. Yeah. To a limit. To a limit. Because, oh, show us. Be like, hey. Yeah. Oh, show here, us. Here's yeah. your year and invoice recap of your taxes. Exactly. Here's where it went to. Here's where your bill. Kind of the same thing as, you know, how. Um, you sponsor a child kind mm-hmm. of right so they would send you updates they would send you yes. photos of them every single year right um Whatever. they would send you be like hey they send a load of messages or whatever it is why can't we do the same thing mm-hmm. because y'all taking our money and doing bullshit with it right that that's that's the only thing i could think of yeah i mean yeah. i mean you're taking our money to give it to them yeah it's it's, it's mind-blowing that most of the people in congress are millionaires yeah it's it's and all of them make at least a half a million dollars a year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but your salary is X amount. I get it. You you probably investing in, but it's just my. I just it's just what it's that yeah. whole scenario with. So, I mean, I'm, I'm glad she spoke up. Hopefully, something happens. Um, actually, with with uh, what's that young fella name? Cool. Bernie Sanders. Yep. He's 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 looking to tax the one uh, percent is more. Yeah, yeah. So and, but, and I know and a lot of candidates are talking about. Um, Giving the reparations to like, give, like trillions of dollars people, to the yeah. black people, your descendants of slaves, or whatever it is. I don't think giving more money is the the solution. Um, we need to think about what's going to. Well, well, we need to think about what's going to affect the my my children, my children's children, my children's children. But children. depending on how much money you get and what you do with it is your responsibility. Uh, I feel like they're trying to get us. Possibly on the same playing field. Let's say if, hypothetically, this is a hyper like something that's probably never going to happen, because yeah. um, you know, America, uh, it won't be a, a world in about fifty more years anyway. Um, let's say if they gave you twenty thousand dollars, right? What are you going to do to turn that twenty thousand dollars to more money to create wealth? For your family, for generations of generations, or are you gonna go on trips, pay your bills off, and take a couple months off of work? You know what I mean? I'm going trips. (laughs) I I mean, I wouldn't. I couldn't. I mean, but the 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 better way how to solve like it's the same way like 
for, for for some African nations or some impoverished nations where there's no food, little to no food, whatever it is, you don't give them McDonald's or you don't give them fries. You don't give them like food that's already done. You gave them the tools to make, to make food, the food or right. grow the food. Right. So I think looking at this in the same way, right? Mm-hmm. You would give them the the kind of the, the infrastructure, whether it be buildings, whether it be programs, whether it be just um just 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 stuff to to long last to whether it may not directly affect the generation now but it should affect the generations to come that's going to help us rise this is that, true that's that's my opinion this is true well what if they put it where though you can only invest this money into x amount of things like if i'm going to i'm going to give you this but like you know how like you have like a uh i got a commuter card right yeah and you can only use it at the MTA or, or yeah. on transportation, yeah. anything transportation related. Sure, sure. What if they locked it in, put this money on this card where you can only use it on things that's going to do what you just mentioned? Yeah, would that be fine? I mean, I but I don't know how how long a system like that. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a lot of logistics behind it. Yeah, I mean, uh, more than a lot. Yeah. Just, Yeah, but anyway. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we got a special guest coming on. And we'll be right back with that special guest. All right, guys. Corey didn't mention that we have a special guest. Um, So, Twitter is a powerful thing. Well, all social media is a powerful thing. Um, I met this lovely young lady on Twitter. Um, We both have something in common. I'll I'll let her um, go over um, what it is. But... um, this person is going to be um, an integral part to our podcast going forward. So, without further ado, I would like to introduce you guys to Shanara from the UK. Say hi, the Shanara. UK? Hey, guys. How's it going? Good, good. Today, the sun's finally shining. Good. It's not raining for once, so yeah. in a good mood. Good. So, thank you for taking time out of your busy day to join us for episode 47. Um, no problem. All right. I did give a brief introduction just to let them know, hey, you're going to be an integral part to our podcast moving forward. You're going to be mm-hmm. officially our UK correspondent. So, you know, not oh. necessarily every episode, but maybe every two or three episodes throughout the whole entire month, you'll call yeah. in and then we'll yeah. see we'll see what's popping in um in the UK London area. Cool. Okay. So, you want to talk about how we met and what we have in common? And then I I, I just yes. I just kind of said that <laughs> I just kind of said that uh, social media platforms are, you know, powerful and they should be used to network and just interact with people overall. So um, I- I'll let you take the introduction. Well, I'll let you take the uh, the wheel from here. Say how we how we got um, connected. Cool. Um, so I think this was at a time where I was just following a bunch of people that I saw had. Um, a Vinci flag in there. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. So I think you must have propped up on my timeline from somebody else's tweet or something. Saw the flag. I was like, okay, cool. Let me follow. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, we we started speaking, and then realized the weird coincidence of the fact that you know you have the same family surname as me, but yes. we're not related though. No, we're not. <laughs> but um, you asked your dad and to to make sure, right? Yeah, but then 
I'm both sides of my family are from St Vincent, so uh, I still could be related to you from some <laughs> way, some, some way, somehow. I'm pretty sure somehow, some way, somehow. Yeah, we connected because your my family is mainly from the city, where your family's from the countryside, right? Yeah, but gotcha. I do have some family say, but yeah, mostly we're from country. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, all right, so as we do for all our guests, since this is your first time on the podcast, we have this thing called ice the icebreaker question, which Corey will take from here. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. So Shanara, did I say it right? <laughs> Shanara. <laughs> Shanara. Shanara. All right, I'm close. I'm close. <laughs> So this this icebreaker is called Would You Rather, okay? So I'm going to give you two options, and you got to pick which one you would rather do, okay? So mm-hmm. are you ready? Yeah. Okay, the first one. Would you rather shout all the time or whisper all the time? Oh, I would rather shout all the time. Okay, oh, okay. all right. Is that I'm just a man. <laughs> I'm just imagining me having to whisper all the time, and it would piss me off. So I'd rather <laughs> shout all the time. Remember that whisper song, uh, Yang Yang Twins? Yeah. No. No. Oh. <laughs> okay. So, would you rather sneeze all the time or hiccup all the time? Oh, this is shit. Oh, oh my god. Oh hell no. Neither, if I they, was choosing. They, yeah, they both irritate the hell out of me. <laughs> I would probably, probably hiccup because I, one time I was sneezing real hardcore, yeah, I legit thought I was going to die, so I can't <laughs> oh my gosh. having to constantly sneeze. Yeah. Yes. So sometimes you feel like you can't breathe after a while when you're, sne- <laughs> when you're sneezing, oh, so. Yeah, this is true, this is true. Okay, would you rather own your own private island or own a private jet? Hmm. Well, I mean, I need the jet to get to the island. This is true. You could do. You could. You could use commercial too. Or true. Or you could use that jet to go to every island, anywhere in the world. (laughs) True, but then my island, I won't have to pay. I mean, I won't have to pay to visit it Mm -hmm. necessarily. Um, I'd go to the island. Okay. Speak to animals or speak every language. Ooh. Speak to animals because everyone can speak. <laughs> Chances are someone else can speak a bunch of other languages yeah, as well. Yeah. But at least if I'm speaking to animals, then nobody knows what I'm saying. So nah. They're going to think that you're crazy. I mean, I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay, would you rather live without music or live without TV? <sighs> oh... That's really tough because mm-hmm. I really love TV mm. and that, and I work in TV, so I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know. You know, I would have to say, no, I would have to say, I could, I could live without TV. I couldn't live without music. Okay. Would you rather fulfill your biggest wish or resolve your biggest regret? Biggest wish, because I don't like to have regrets. So. Okay. <laughs> ooh, ooh, this is my favorite one. Would is, you, is, is what's this the last one? This or? is the last one. Okay. Would you rather okay. read minds or read into or see into the future? Hmm. Read minds because 
currently I'm kind of like into um into like astrology and like tarot and stuff mm-hmm. and to a certain degree that's kind of already looking into the future so oh it is you know. so it is you got a point I like the way you uh, broke that down yeah <laughs> okay so that concludes our icebreaker so you want to tell us a little bit about your background I know you're into um you're into film and stuff like that so what what drove mm-hmm. you to the film realm and you just got your first credit and um in a film too right yeah yeah talk about all nice. that nice nice congrats well, thank you so it's from a docuseries about um formula one racing to mm-hmm. kind of just like behind the scenes and like getting to know like the drivers and up close and personal like what they actually have to go through mm-hmm. and it was really interesting actually while i was working on there because when I got the job, obviously I knew nothing about Formula One apart from you just drive a car, but it's actually so much more complex than it. Like I would definitely say these drivers are probably like top tier athletes because you wouldn't believe like the sort of training that they actually go through just to drive these cars and obviously the risk as well like there's always a risk element to it. Mm -hmm. But anyways, (laughs) yeah, so I kind of got into like film and tv probably just about a year ago actually i've always you know had an interest in it i've got like a background in writing and that's kind of where i saw myself in the future like just writing and being an author and stuff and then i thought last year let me you know make a youtube channel and start doing vlogs because i love youtube and i watch vlogs all the time Mm -hmm. so i started doing that for a bit i was really consistent you know once a week on the dot posting my little vlogs and then yes my channel started to grow a bit and then yeah that's how i kind of got you know deeper into film and tv from starting you know my interest in youtube and making these vlogs and then i started teaching myself you know how to edit and how to shoot and stuff i never went to school for any of this you know Mm -hmm. stuff so everything that i've learned is pretty much just self-taught at this point and i'm still learning anyway because i'm still really early on into my career and so how, how did you get the um the job in you work for yahoo uk huh I used to, yeah. I um, I finished, I left there, like, in the new year. Mm-hmm. So currently now I'm just, like, freelancing. But, yeah, I worked at Yahoo. Pretty much a few of my jobs, not going to lie, I, I got through, um, obviously from my skills, but through knowing the right people. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you know, that's, like, sort of a saying that we all hear growing up, you know, it's about who you know, and especially, right. like, in this sort of industry. Yeah, it's the same, same way over too. Yeah, same thing over yeah. yeah, I didn't realise, you know, how how much <laughs> that actually is true and how much you can sort of depend on just knowing the right people. It's... So, yeah, that's fortunately how I got a few of my jobs. Yeah, it's true. It's really true. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, so, t- you have some stories for us to, um, to kind of go over, like two things that, that really caught our attention. Um, so, you want to jump in? Yeah. Yeah, so the first one, um, when did it happen? I think maybe a week or so ago. Um, There was, you know, a preacher on the streets um, somewhere in London, I forgot now. And, um, yeah, they they arrested him. um, And to be honest, I feel like why there was such outrage and shock to it is because 
in London, I'm pretty sure as well, in other places in the world, like we're used to seeing, you know, these street preachers in London, everyone kind of just minds their own business and we kind of just get on with our days and, you know, go wherever the hell we got to go. So we don't usually pay any mind to, you know, street preachers, even if like we're on a train and someone comes on with like your homeless, you're preaching, you're a busker, like a lot of us just really don't care. Mm-hmm. So it came as quite as a, as a shock when, um, you know, we saw um, the police arresting him and, you know, I think in this current climate in London, you know, tension is quite high when it comes to the relationship with the police. Mm-hmm. Um, fortunately, you know, for us, our relationship with the police isn't as toxic as it is for you guys in the States, I'd say, but there is a lot of, you know, there's a lot of internal there's a lot of internal issues that we do have with our police, yeah. especially when it comes to racism. I feel like for you guys, it's very, it's very extrovert in a sense where it's, you know, loud and in your face, whereas everything's kind of behind closed doors and, you know, shoved under the rug over here. Um, so, yeah, it was quite surprising. And then not long after that, um, there was a video that I think I tagged you in yesterday that's been circling around now. There was like six officers basically you know beating the crap out of um this elderly muslim man and of course you know you get the odd person on twitter who's like oh we need to see the the whole video blah 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 um but you know people were saying prior to the video um he had like bit an officer obviously that's wrong but the fact that he bit an officer didn't warrant you know six officers trying to tackle him Mm -hmm. and there was i think there were um crutches as well on the floor so clearly you know he might be disabled to a certain degree or he's you know handicapped and i just thought it was absolutely disgusting to see this and you know events like this honestly have seemed to happen like once in a blue moon in terms of like actual police brutality i don't know if you guys know of like the mark duggan incident over here no no we tell us about Um, it Okay, so Mark Duggan, I think this was back in 2011, um, he was shot by the police and that was, you know, it was a huge incident because we never, well, not never, but we hadn't, you know, had a situation like that in in years in this country and, um, yeah, he was wrongfully shot by the police. It's a shame, I can't really remember what happened, but, yeah, it was basically wrongful and um, people actually took to the streets, there was lots of rioting over days, like, in my area and everything like it was just manic. Did, um, he, did he die from that yeah he, yeah he died um mm. yeah that's the thing like a lot of the situations that happen over here they you know it's, it's, it's quite quiet in a sense where everything's behind closed doors and we do also have you know a few incidents where people have died in police custody over here as well but you literally don't hear about it or anything like that it's actually quite alarming numbers of people who have been dying in police custody over the years and a lot of them have been you know black people specifically black women Mm -hmm. and um in some cases as well like mental health has been you know the central issue amongst these problems as well and you know it's it's obviously a clear problem that we see with the police and mental health and black people like there, there doesn't seem to be a correlation a positive correlation there and um, yeah, so since these situations kind of happened, it it has made me start to wonder, you know, what is this kind of saying about our country? 
I don't think our government, I'll be honest, is a, is a complete mess. Yeah. Hopefully, it's not as, it's not as bad as, as you guys. I feel for you, honestly. <laughs> yeah, we, we try. I feel so bad for you guys, you know. We, we, you know what's so funny? Yeah. Sorry, go on. Yeah, we, we, we try to literally, it's like... Uh, it's like almost walking on eggshells sometimes. I know, like, as you yeah. express it in the UK, it's it's more of a kind of uniform, kind of swept under the rug thing where everything is kind of volatile here. But I think mm-hmm. it, with the UK, with your, with your government, with your, um, can I call it a monarchy? Yes, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, with your monarchy, it's it's more controlled because everyone doesn't want to necessarily like piss off the queen or the queen needs needs to have a tight grip on everything whereas over here there's so many different jurisdictions there's so many districts there's so many like personalities um this there's a lot of things that you that you could do whatever you want over here um so Mm -hmm. you know i I think that does have a lot to do with it but it's yeah it's like walking on eggshells man and i'm um it's like you have to kind of put on like a specific armor when you go outside and give yourself a pep talk you're like all right don't piss off the police do whatever they say they want or or you'll get shot and i know in the uk police like everyday beat cops or police doesn't necessarily carry like guns they have like batons so, yeah, yeah no we don't they don't really carry guns yeah. around here every every wow. every, every, every cop every cop here is is trigger happy i'm pretty sure they they have probably haven't used their gun and they want to so I think mm. looking at that aspect, and I think I, I retweeted the one that you tagged me in. I'm like, hey, if this mm-hmm. guy, if this guy is getting beaten, imagine if he was in the in the states, he would have got shot because the cop would have had a gun, right? Right. Right. So definitely. Yeah, man. But that's the thing. Sometimes I worry because I'm like, surely it's just only a matter of time before things, you know, start to escalate like that over here Mm -hmm. because i definitely feel like it's it's brewing because um as well i don't know if you know but you know the fact that um stabbings have increased around here as well i feel like that's like our issue the same way you guys kind of sometimes have to worry about what may happen when you know leave when you leave the house every day with the police and stuff stabbings is like is like our worry it's my worry especially because i've got you know a younger brother right and who, who's, a, who, who's a superstar? Who's a model? Let's let's not let's oh. not come over that. Let's not come over that. So what what is he model for again? Is it uh, I forgot what he, it is. Um, he models for select model management. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. So shout out shout out to your baby bro. Yeah, shout out oh, to him. I know. <laughs> you're so proud when you tweet everything. You're so proud of him. I know. Sometimes I'm like, oh. Do people get annoyed with me tweeting all the oh, time? Oh, no. And I'm like, yo, no, fuck no. it. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, no, it's you. Be, be, do what makes you happy. Yeah. It's Always exactly. remember that. It's, it's, don't it's, care what other people think. It's inspirational. So, yeah, just tweet, tweet that shit out. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, Definitely. like, as you were saying, yeah, you have a younger brother that, you know, that you kind of worry about a little bit, huh? Yeah, because with all these stabbings going on and it's like, we we can't figure out a solution to this. I mean, well, we kind of know the reason why maybe 
uh, funding have increased is because you know like our government cut a lot of funding um, and a lot of like youth centers closed down and a lot of like programs that were really beneficial for young people especially like you know young ethnic people yeah. all of them closed down like I know all of the community centers around where I live that I even used to go to and stuff were all closed and there's not really much out there for the kids to really do that's productive so mm. you know yeah obviously they end up on the streets and in, in in you know situations that they shouldn't be in but then on the other hand you have people like my brother who he's like part of this little like bike collective called, yeah. <laughs> called um bike storms and it's like a bunch of boys who just love riding their bikes and they just like ride throughout london and stuff like that and gotcha. just like you know to keep themselves you know I mean, they're on the streets, but, you know, on the streets for a positive, mm-hmm. positive reason, keeping mm-hmm. fit and just socialising. And this is how I know for a fact, you know, our government don't really care about solving this problem because recently um, we found out that um, the police in, I think, certain, like, counties around the UK now are, are going to start trying to fine people for, like, wheeling on their bikes and stuff, basically having fun on their yeah. bikes, what these kids do. And I'm like, clearly, if you're trying to find, you know, these kids for having fun on their bikes when they're trying to stay out of trouble, clearly yeah. you don't really care about right. resolving, you know, the issues around all these stabbings and violence because you're you're trying to put a stop on something positive that they're trying to do and for what like they're not bothered they literally don't, don't bother anyone they also try to sometimes cooperate with the police when they have like their big ride outs like they let them know where they can be riding through so that you know they don't cause as much you know harm to traffic or anything like they're really a good bunch of boys and right. this, this this government in this country really don't care but then at the same time all you see on the news is them discussing these issues but nobody seems to actually want to listen to yeah. the solutions right. we're putting out out there right so, that's, that's definitely unfortunate so yeah it sucks yeah. yeah it does did you hear about like the whole meek mill getting arrested for um being on his uh popping a whaley Make milk that, that happened to him really I didn't yeah. hear that. so he was on probation for a whole bunch of other stuff yeah. and then he got in he actually got locked up for six to eight months for popping a willy mm. and it's just like this guy now uh, granted he's on probation for whatever he did in the past who knows who cares at this point but he's did so much for the community of philadelphia and then all around the world motivating mm-hmm. people um you know black people can relate to him and see that you know they can make it out of you know the, the trenches of you know the hoods and stuff like that and he got arrested yeah. for um popping the willy so when you mentioned that the police in uh, UK are bothering kids for just riding bikes and, and doing whatever they're doing. It's just like, y'all don't have anything else to focus on in the world. Like, it, it's like, it's sad that you see, you're in UK and we're in America, but it's still the same thing going on. You got, you got black men getting beat up. Um, um, if they wouldn't, if they didn't have batons, they probably would have shot the person. Um, you know, it's just, they, they focus on, one race so much and it's a it's a ongoing thing across the world it's just it's just it's disgusting and it's sad that this is what this, this today's society that, that we live in yeah i know that's the thing and it's like this is why it upsets me sometimes when i'm on twitter and you know you see 
just people like arguing with each other whether you're like African American or Black British or just you know African, and it's like why are we arguing with each other when we're literally going through the same, same problem? Right. Yeah. yeah, some of us may have it a bit more extreme than the others, but like all it takes is you know is just the flip of a mind for some people, and we can literally be in the same positions. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> or it- I could literally come over, and God forbid something could happen to me as well. It's like at the end of the day it doesn't matter what sort of black person I am I'm black and that's all you know it takes for somebody to to harm me like they don't care like where I am from but the first thing you know they obviously see is is my black skin it doesn't really matter where in the world I'm from they don't they don't care about anything else it's the color of your skin um um damn it was a quote that I had read the other day about basically saying like um um, being colorblind, like that's like that's the way the world should live in. Like everyone should be colorblind. You wouldn't see you wouldn't see a race, and you wouldn't you wouldn't have the issues that you have in today's society if everybody was colorblind. Nah, I hate when people say that <laughs> because it, it just comes across as if you're diminishing like our identity and like everything this is true. that comes. That's true. I with being black, it's like. I understand the intentions, but it's, it's, it's still not correct. Right. Because like, at the end of the day, I don't understand why people can't just accept that, hey, we are different. There's n- there's nothing wrong with us being different and us being different colors or whatever. It's just like, why can't we all just be treated the I think exact that's, same? I think that's what makes us good, that we are all different. Who wants to be all exactly. the same type of person? Like. Mm-hmm. I hate doing the same thing every day. I, I argue with Reese about this a million times a day. Reese has a nine to five, and I'm like, Reese, what you gonna do tomorrow? Oh, I gotta go to work. Oh, what time you gotta be there? You know, I gotta be there by this time. You know, what time you gonna get up? I'm gonna leave by this time. Like, I can't deal with that same shit every day. Like that. That's one thing I hate about. Uh, well, I don't even say I hate about life, but I like to like to be different. I like to have different options and, and a variety of things. It can't be I can't eat the same bland as pizza every time. Let me put some pineapples on my pizza. <laughs> oh, you know, like, you know, variety. Exactly. Different. Something different. So I, I, I can't argue yeah. with what you say. I agree. I agree when you put it in that perspective. Yeah, another thing I don't really like as well is the term POC as well. Mm-hmm. Because from the time that there's hella racist non-black people I can't associate myself with you like we're not all one at the end of the day like we're, like we said we're all different we're all different races different cultures I don't understand why we have to be all grouped together just because we're not white right. like white is not the default so why are we all just bunched together because we're different shades of brown or whatever exactly. like mm-hmm. we're basically non-white and then at the same time you have people who are in this group of us that sometimes hate us just as much as white people do so sometimes that's why I'm a bit iffy when it comes to POC like just call me black yeah like don't call me a person yeah Yeah. because call me black because someone else is not gonna see you as oh she's Caribbean American or oh he or she is um, um, a different type of mixture whatever it is when they see you at the skin when they when they see you, mm-hmm. your skin is black. When you fill out application, they say black, African American, Latino. They don't have any mixture to to actually to separate that. You hit black. So mm. so yeah, that's that 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 goes hand in hand. 
Thanks, It's It's been a pleasure. Um, I'm glad to have you on this first episode. We've been talking about it for months now, I feel like. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, but, it's been cool. But when is your podcast coming? Because I know you recorded episode one. What's going on? Um, that's the thing. I have episodes that have already been edited, recorded, like they're nice. ready to go, but so I don't drop know. It. <laughs> Just drop it. I will soon. Okay. <laughs> you better. We're, we're gonna have the same the same type of support you show us. We're definitely gonna show you 110. percent Oh, thank you. All right. And thank you for yeah. listening to us. No problem. Thanks for having me. I okay. hope I hope you enjoy our shows. Yeah, of course. Otherwise, I would not be here right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So now you're officially part of, part of the clique on the, in the UK side. So you take care of us over there. Ooh. Promote us. Shout us out and. Uh, we're gonna do the same thing for as soon as you, you drop. Here. What's the name of your podcast? Can we can we can we get it right now? Can we get that name? <laughs> I mean, I have the account on SoundCloud. So yeah, it's called Sweetie. Sweetie, Sweetie, Sweetie. Oh, Sweetie, Sweetie. Yeah, sorry, my. <laughs> my no, it's fine. We I don't like pronounce it. my teeth. <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha, Sweetie. All right, cool. So we're definitely being a lookout for that. Yes. Um. So thank you for joining us. I'll be. We'll we'll welcome you back. Um. Every couple of episodes, because you're officially mm-hmm. officially our UK correspondent. So thank you for accepting that title and position. Um, so, um, so yeah, so thank you so much, um, Shanara. Um, I, I have, we, did I, did I get it? Oh man, that's what I thought it was. I thought we needed British actions to I get it out right. I can't win, I can't win no matter what. All right, guys, time for the sports section. LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James. Stay off the damn weed. So free agency is right around the corner. Uh, first day of For NFL. Agency, yeah. First day of free agency is March 13th, which is this coming Wednesday. Um, so there's a lot, a lot of teams made a lot of moves. My, a lot of verbal agreements yeah, right now. My Jacksonville Jaguars released five of their veteran agents. We released Malik Jackson, Carlos Hyde, Tashawn Gibson, Jeremy Parnell and long snapper um, Curtis Tinker. So with tink, 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 with all these moves, they freed out thirty million dollars in cap space to hopefully sign Nick Foles, fill some holes, maybe sign a tight end in free agency. A, Nick Foles, got Nicky baby. Yeah, big dick Nick. That's what they call him. <laughs> Uh, um, uh, <laughs> hopefully, side of talent, tight end, sign an O line. So when you go into the draft, you don't necessarily have a ton of holes. You can kind of draft the best player available yeah. at this time. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, uh, Ravens release free safety Eric Weddle. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also, um, I mean, sorry, and he signed with the Rams. Yep. So shout out to Eric. We appreciate your time that well, you spent with I, us. How in long? Baltimore. Three years? Four years? Yeah, I think it was three. Yeah, he came from San Diego originally. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Traders uh, verbally agreed to trade Antonio Brown. Steelers. Steelers verbally agreed to trade Antonio Brown to the Raiders for a third and fifth round pick. They signed him to a deal that gives him $30 million guaranteed over the next three years. So, all those people that say he he diminishing his, uh, what did they say? He's diminishing his value. His value. Yeah. Suck a dick. Because yeah. he didn't. Yeah. Um, his talent is his value. Mm. Regardless of what he say, stop trying to uh, minimize or 
uh, what we have, how we feel, and what we want to say. Yeah, fuckers. It's, don't try to, you know, um, don't tell us what our value is. We know what our value is. Exactly. But I don't understand. How the fuck the Steelers didn't finesse one of the one seven first-round picks right. that the Raiders had. The Raiders exactly. has three first-round picks. Fourth, 27th, and I think 29th. So, some shit like that. Or oh, 24th and 29th. Everybody be stacked, bro. Um, so the Steelers got the short end of the stick because so, not only did they get a third and a fifth, they also, in the whole, they also got a cap hit of $29 million because mm-hmm. Antonio Brown is not on the, the team anymore. Right. He's being traded. So um, the Raiders got all the bread. They got like over a hundred something million in cap space. They mm-hmm. move into Vegas. Yep. That'll, that'll be appealing to Antonio Brown. Um, he's a great player, man. He's a, he's a Hall of Fame resume. I think he'll end up in the Hall of Fame if he, if he keeps up this level of play. He's top three best receiver in the game and he's not number three. Yeah. Or two. Right. Yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah. So how do you think Derek Carr throwing to him would be? I think it'll be good, man. Um, um, Derek Carr, after the Raiders traded Amari Cooper to Dallas, um, there's no really top receiver on the Raiders mm-hmm. anymore, right? So I think well, he, now um, you have it. Yeah, so I think Antonio would be able to fill that void for Carr. And um, Carr's a decent quarterback. I'm not saying that he's great, but he's a decent quarterback yeah, overall. That, that he just needs pieces around him to be successful. Would you pick him up on your fantasy? No. Okay. Pick Are you Patrick playing fantasy this year? Yes. Are we picking, doing, are we picking doing, up uh, Patrick Mahomes, baby, again? If I could get him somehow. But it, it's, isn't that option during fantasy? You could keep like one from your old fantasy team. If uh, that's what Alan told you, right? Nah, that's what Randy told me. Oh, if you play with the same people and y'all agree uh, during the year that y'all gonna play again next year and y'all pay already, or we didn't pay this year, but free. yeah, it was free. Yeah, I'm gonna keep Patrick Mahomes, baby. I, I don't know if all those same players gonna play for next year. You gotta be. Everyone has to agree to play. Oh yeah, yeah, again. yeah, yeah, yeah. It has to be that same team, same league. Okay, gotcha. Uh, go ahead. All right. So, Cowboys defensive tackle David Irvin said that he quit football. He took to his IG live to say that he's tired of the concussions, tired of crashing cars after he was suspended for failing another drug test. I think this is maybe his second or third offense, so he might be suspended for an entire year, um, or suspended indefinitely. I don't remember which one, but. Um, David Irvin is a young player. He's great in Dallas. Um, again, he's just got to try to stay off the weed. But then he made a great point. Be like, yo, uh, baseball players don't really. Nope. Baseball don't really give a fuck about weed. Nope. I don't basketball, think basketball man. don't give a fuck about weed. Why the hell NFL just give a, give a damn about weed? Again, we're going to go back to a show that's going to win an award next year. The Shop. The Shop, yeah. Um, LeBron James said the owner, most owners have a slave mentality. Yeah. That's yeah. just it. Yeah. They want to control you. Just how they try to... This media, man, they just always trying to create the create the story. Create make the it narrative, seem like crazy. control it, yeah, yeah. Antonio Brown, he's diminishing his trade value by mm-hmm. all this stuff. He didn't say anything yeah. bad. And I he's, think they jumped the gun on that Bills trade, too. Like, I don't see Antonio Brown oh, in, no. in the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Fuck out of here. I mean, but if he would have went there, it would have been laughed. That would have been funny. But he's like, nope, yeah. not going there. He Sorry. wouldn't even show up, probably. Yeah, he probably, yeah. no. Yeah. Sit out a whole year. Yeah. He said he don't need money. Mm-hmm. He's investing. He's doing the right thing to his yeah, money. Man. So he doesn't need football. He wants football. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need it. It's yeah. a difference yep so anyway oh oh back to that yeah so we all know that john gruden it's john gruden right mm-hmm. john gruden aka chucky <laughs> did a lot of crazy thing this year yeah this is probably the best thing he's done so far and he's gonna look good in that first round if he makes the right selections if they're good though 
They got to start winning games. They got to start winning games. Um, so, take a moment out to shout out to my uh, brother from another mother. Mm. Uh, one of my favorite people in the world. Mm-hmm. LeBron James passes Michael Jordan scoring. Uh, with- you got to say his first name, middle name, and his last name. Because this is huge. I actually don't know his middle name. You And that's supposed to be your brother? Yeah. Hold on. A quick Google search. What is LeBron middle name? Give me the first letter the, when you find it. All right. Hold on. LeBron. Okay. His middle name is... Uh, hold on. Oh. It began with an R. Come on, son. You should know this, man. That's your brother. You said you would take your blindfold off if Bird Box is real, too. But she yeah, I did. I LeBron. did. LeBron. Come on, kid. I really don't know. Raymond. Oh. Sorry, Ramon. Ramon? Yeah. LeBron. Ramon James. You learn something every day, yes, baby. Yes, has passed Michael Jeffrey Jordan yeah. and scorn yeah. with 32,311 points. All time, mm-hmm. which places him in fourth in the NBA history. Mm-hmm. Fourth place in the NBA, and he got a good five years left in him. Yeah. Kobe Bryant is third with 33,643. LeBron James will pass Kobe Bryant next year in the Lakers jersey, which is going to be phenomenal for all LeBron fans. Yeah. Uh, followed by Carl Malone, who got a billion assists from John Stockton, mm-hmm. is placed in second in scoring with 36,928. Mm-hmm. And Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the great. Who, the great, who just did something phenomenal selling his um, rings and trophies yeah. off for $3 million to support, uh, what was it? Uh, oh, I can't remember. <laughs> we, did, we covered it last week. Yeah, we did. Uh, so he has number one with 38,387. LeBron James actually has the possibility to get that. He's only... Under 5,000, like 5,889 mm. points away. And that was estimate because so, I'm looking at the numbers. So when, it's all, the math when it's all said and done, who do you think he'll pass? Do you think he'll be number two? You think, you think, you think he's he definitely going to get to number two. He's a, so he's going to pass Carl Malone? Yeah, absolutely. But if he, if he could get to number two, he could get to number one. If he uh, got five years that's left two him. more thousand points, possibly. Yeah, he could do it. Not even two. Like a thousand and like... 200 or 300, something like that. Yeah, he's... Oh, I, my, my numbers was off. He's 6,000 away from being number one. So, you divide 6,000 into five. Okay. How many points he averages? That's 1,000 to 1,200 points a year can he for average, five years divided into 82. Because that's a media game. I'm not counting yeah. playoffs. He has to score 14 points a game. Oh, he could do that. <laughs> He's going to be number one. He could do that. He is going to be, well, 15 points a game for the next five years. 15 points a game. Is yeah, not and that's not including playoffs. Unless he miss he misses games, injury he, or whatever Yes, it is. and he yeah. won't miss the, he's going to miss the playoffs for the first time in, in, in I about to say five years, but the first time since 2003, Cavs? 2004. He, he was on the Cavs, right? Yeah. His wow. second year in the NBA. So he came in old. Three, yeah, oh three. So oh five. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing: LeBron James missing the playoffs is by far going to be the worst thing for the NBA. Mm-hmm. And here's why: Speak on it. Here's why: He's going to have time to rest, mm-hmm. heal, mm-hmm. and practice. Mm-hmm. So when he comes back next year, mm-hmm. y'all niggas better watch out. Mm-hmm. 
That's how you feel, dog? Yeah. He's like the greatest player of all time. In your book? No. Nah. The number says it. Mm. He's number 10. In, he's top 10 in assists, scoring, and points. The only person I ever do that. All three categories. Mm. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, assists, points, and rebounds. I think he's top 10 in all... Categories. Hmm, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, he's the only player to do that. Based off of those numbers, and that's what men and women lie, numbers yeah. don't, he is the best all-around player to ever play the game. Mm. I'm not saying he's better than Michael Jordan. Yep. But as an all-around player, absolutely he's better than Michael Jordan. Wow. He's better than Kareem. That's huge. So if, Le- if LeBron and MJ played during the same era... Um, like who? Who? What team would you put LeBron on? Because of course MJ was with the Buffalo. The Bulls. Those were the Bulls. Um, what team? I I couldn't place him on the team, but if if they played in the same era, it would be, I think it would be very competitive. Mm-hmm. I think Jordan would edge him with the competitive competitiveness that he has and the the desire to always win. Mm-hmm. Um, LeBron is more like a laid back, like, oh, I'm going to let you get yours, but I, I'm going to try to win. Mm-hmm. Versus Jordan, like, no, I'm going to shut you down, mm-hmm. and I'm going to win, and I'm going to talk shit about it for, mm-hmm. for the rest of my life. I heard Jordan was an asshole. Yeah, absolutely. Shit. Um, but, in my opinion, people say that LeBron James wouldn't be able to uh, sustain the physical... Uh, game that was back then, and I think that's absolutely bullcrap. I think that people is big, right? Exactly. I think people adjust to what what goes for nowadays. Yeah. If it's not a physical game nowadays, then then don't be physical. It's not that I can't handle it; just don't do it. If if you want to play physical, you know I can play physical. So uh, he's he's six eight like two 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 sixty yeah solid like he, he lost, but he lost his weight so he may be two fifty something yeah solid yeah fucking probably one percent body fat yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. um so uh that's it guys uh I'm glad this is actually going to wreck it because this will be out in the world forever mm-hmm. and I'll come back and um I'll just five years right? yeah five years <laughs> all right so stay tuned for our top five baby top five no debate. Top five, top five, top five. All right, guys, you know what it is. Time for that top five, baby. Uh, send us your top five to mostly everything podcast at gmail.com or slide in our DMs for business purposes only. So, uh, last week's top five, well, the past two top fives, I've lost horribly. <laughs> Landslide. Oh, I'm hitting jumpers. Like, yeah. It was like 100, 100 points to like 20 points. Yeah, I didn't even look at your page. Done. I it, won't. it was hard. It was. It was. I mean, I looked at when it when I voted. It said hundred percent court. Mm. So I thought that was like, oh, maybe I was the only one who voted. That was like it was like, it was like maybe eighty four percent, and the rest was like sixteen percent. Well, you got to vote on mine. It was a mistake. This it week. don't matter. I don't. Care. Anyway, all right. So <laughs> this week's top five is top five first, first dates. dates. So first dates. places to go on the first date. Places whatever. to go on the first date. Um, the last time I went on the first date was. Maybe Oof. in 2006. Jesus Christ. So it's been 13 years since I've been on the first date. Damn. Um, damn, time flies. Uh, <laughs> I'm showing my age too. So um, oh, where did we go on our first date? I think my wife, my now wife and I went to um, 
maybe we went to grab something to eat or I can't remember. But we were always in the city, always in Times Square. Um Fuck Times always Square. We, we we just was always in a hot spot back in the day. Yeah. Um so Times Square was one of those spots. Fuck so, Times Square. Uh where was your first date? Which I know wife's first date, do you remember? My last first date ever. Mm-hmm. Actually I'm gonna have a first date with my child, my daughter, if I had one. But anyway, mm-hmm. um my last first date was we actually went to the movie. Okay, so was, the story is our first date was to me was to the movies. We wanted to go see Beyond the Lights mm-hmm. in Philadelphia. Well, I remember that movie. Mm-hmm. I showed you was about to commit suicide, yeah. and the cop came in yep. and saved her. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We went there, and the one we went to had a, a bar inside of it. Oh, so we we had some drinks. Oh, yeah, I was getting lit. Yeah, we was getting lit. Um, but she doesn't consider that our first date. Our first date to her was I think we went to a hookah spot. And, mm. In Philly as well. Yeah, I think that was it. Yeah, we went to a hookah spot in Philly. That was our first date that she uh, that she considers to be our first date. Gotcha. All right, but, so do you want to start this off or what? Yeah, I'll start you off. I'll start you off. Number five of my top five places to go on a first date, I think, would be brunch. Okay. Any type of brunch place. Ooh. Women love to eat. And brunches are always popping. If you go to the right brunch, you can get some music. You turn into a little day party. You know, you can see how she interacts, you know, around people. You know, she enjoy herself. It's just a good vibe, you know? I feel you, dog. I feel you. Uh, my number five, top five places to go on first dates is uh, just dinner, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I old think cla- old school classic. We, yeah, we we um we f- back in the day we frequent like Ruby Tuesday. Ruby Tuesdays was fucking amazing. It was back in the day. Um, of course, BBQs. Ugh, I hate uh, that fucking place. I fucking love it. Um, I want to blow every we, fucking BBQs up. We went to shout out to Darius. Went to went to a lot of different places, uh, but now we when every time we go on dates. Recently, we went to Imani on Adelphi Street, downtown Brooklyn. We went to for Valentine's Day, but every time we go to the city, it's always with Chris, baby, because you know they got the That's best your steaks, place. baby. That is your place. And that that uh that sweet potato casserole oh, is to good. die. For. My stomach is growling right now. Um, so yeah, dinner is always a good first date place. You get to interact with the person, but dinner tip. Put the phones away. Put yes. the phones down. See, back then when you you wanted your first day, phones wasn't popping like that. Nah, it wasn't. You had your little flip spring, yeah. sprint, sprint flip phone I think, or your BlackBerry. You say 2006? Yes, I had a Nextel. Ooh, and I think, chirp, I, chirp. I think I had a sidekick. Sidekick? Sidekick. Sidekick. Yeah. LX. So yeah, I had a sidekick for a little while. Yeah. But I was fucking with the, the yeah. chirp, chirp. So my number four mm-hmm. with my top five is a fair. You get it's to a see what? a fair, okay, like a you know carnival type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. You get to see uh, it's the ways you can find out how competitive they are, mm. uh, what they like to do, what's are they if they are into any sports. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, are they willing to get on one of those machines that make you that slingshot? Yeah, the slingshot. No. Like you know what I mean. You get to find oh, out no. a little if they're adventurous. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. like for, I feel like first date should be um, typically. You get to know the person without asking all those awkward questions. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. like, oh, what are you going to do? Like, let's go here yeah. and let's see how you interact. Let's, let's see this type of person you are. Yeah. Just over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> my number four is 
uh, as um, top five first date places to go during your first date is I think you go to a little lounge. You mm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Nice little spot. You know, earlier or before we were recording, you talk about a hookah spot or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Nice little lounge. You know, you have the food, finger food. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just vibe to the music. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's like the music goes like this. Other times, you know, yeah. nice, slow, sensual. Me- you know what I'm saying? The Get the nice, nice, plush um, cushions. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, uh, like a lounge or a club or whatever you want to call it. That's my number four. My number three yeah. actually be karaoke. Mm. People get crazy with karaoke. Yeah. It gets it gets yeah. fun. It gets really. Well, liquor got to be in yes, there for them to get Yes, loose. liquor has to be in it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And karaoke can be very fun. Yep. Um, I'll, I'll see her song selection. Mm-hmm. Um, see, if I pick a song, she'll be like, Oh my God, that's my song. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. bitch, I'm starting to know you more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. It's all calculated yeah. ideas that I'm yeah, working with there. Yeah, I got you. Um, my number three is to the amusement park, whether it be Coney Ooh. Island, mm. um, whether it be like someplace like Coney Six dog? Flags. Um, if a what? A Coney dog? That's what they call them in New York, right? What are you talking about? The little corn dogs. Oh, it's a fucking, it's a corn dog. What? Oh, I thought y'all called them like Coney dogs. Hell no. Um, <laughs> the first time I, uh, to, to be honest, I don't think, has me and my wife went to uh, Coney Island? Maybe once. I think we went to like the aquarium, which is close by Coney Island. Yeah. But um, the amusement park, um, like Corey said, something like a fair where you could still, you know, be competitive, uh, throw the ball, see if you could um, squirt, squirt the gun, mm-hmm. make the whoever see makes the balloon plop. Yep. <laughs> see if she'll murk you so don't cheat on her ass. Right. Um, so yeah, amusement park, go on those roller coasters, go on that little teacup ride, the bump. Oh, the bumper car, just oh, hopping yeah, in the, the bumper, bumper cars, cars. and yeah, yeah. That, that's a, that's a great little connection. So my number three is amusement park. My number two yeah. would be museums. Ooh, okay. I love I love going to museums. Yeah. I don't go as often as I would like to, yeah. but I do enjoy when I do go. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a great place to go yeah. to kind of, you know, again figure out if they into stuff, what they are into. There's so many different type of museums out there. Um, and shout, out, it, shout out to Reese on IG. She goes to museum all, all the time. The time. I need to follow her. To see she put me she, on. What's one she be going to? All of them. Uh, I'm not joking. Not, not no basic. We follow shit. her on the um, podcast page. No, we not following. Oh, you got to send me her. Ah, page. I got you. I got you. I got anyway, you. yeah. So that's my number two. All right, my number two is movies. Ooh. Uh, like like I was telling Corey earlier, like me and my wife back in the day, we went yep. to like opening weekend movies. We don't care how the crowds are. Just just being in a movie environment is a great way how to enjoy a movie. A Quiet Place saw that in the theaters. That shit was it was a great environment to be in. Mm-hmm. Um, when you hear people's reaction, people cheering, people laughing, yep. um, it's just a great place to be and then you could connect with the person to see you know even if they go see a movie to see whether they're into drama thrillers romantic yep, comedy that's true um action adventure and all that stuff so my number two is movies that is true i actually didn't put movies on my list because i was kind of going off of like me as to today yeah but back in the day movies were was my thing that was my like Dang, movies in the dinner yeah me and uh one of my ex-girlfriends, Canasia, yeah. we used to go to Red Lobster in the movies yeah. like all yeah. the fucking time. And it used to be, that's what we used to do too. So we used to cop the movie for the t- mm-hmm. ticket, go eat, yep. and, and go then to go, to go in time yep. for the movies. Yeah, yep. yeah. That's, that's why that's why the Times Square area, Ruby Tuesdays, had Red everything. Lobster, yep. BBQs, Applebee's. Fuck BBQs. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So my number one. Yeah. Numero uno is the bar. The bar. 
you go to the right bar, yeah, you get you can get good bar food, yeah, you can get good drinks, food, yeah, you get yeah. some good drinks, yeah, good music, yeah, great people, yeah, even bars now have games, yeah, and the best part about it, I can still watch my sports. Ooh, trifecta, well, quadruple factor, well, yeah, like oh whatever that's your right, so five things in one, huh? right? Listen. Everything I do is calculated, yeah, yeah, my yeah. brother. Yeah, I agree. Hey, you want to go out? Okay, cool. Let's go to this bar. Yeah. I know that motherfucking Lakers yeah. game going to be on. I know Ooh. LeBron's going to be playing. Ooh. So, we can do, you know, I can, I'm listening to you, but I'm watching the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. I got eyes and ears. You know there you go. Get a um, drink. My number one is museums. Because, again, yes. uh, following Reese for like the past year or so, she put me on. She she travels a ton. She just recently went to Egypt. Um, what the fuck she do? She, she hiring? She, she travels whenever she wants to. Y'all niggas hiring? Uh, <laughs> so, shout out to her. She, every single thing she goes to, whether it be a fashion museum, um, museum on black history. Um, she just, there's no like one thing that she sticks to. It's mm-hmm. literally like a very broad picture. So, a museum dates are very are very cool you get you learn something um, yes. not only about each other but about whatever you guys are looking at and it increases conversation yeah. it creates conversation yeah. dialogue whatever. exactly plus the, your twitter likes will be out, out of here and so is so will be your retweets yeah, like, you know true. what i'm saying uh so yeah man so so that's it for, for episode 47 that's our top that's five it. that's it baby that's it um join us episode for, join us next week for episode 48, 48. Um, so don't forget follow me on IG at R underscore G follow me at IG at Corey Hill 1 yep if you need to send us your top 5 your general feedback of the show email us at mosteverythingpodcast at gmail.com or slide in our DMs for business purposes, purposes only. only see you next week I want to thank 48. Randy for giving us that top 5 oh hey yeah, shout yeah. out to you thanks Randy, Randy. appreciate it bro alright later guys peace goodbye my lover goodbye my friend you have been the one You have been the one for me